This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. You know, we'll go into the individual results as well. Gotta give it to the media's darling. This guy, he's been playing lights out the last couple of weeks. I, I, I can't agree with that. Coming into the season. No, Banjo. Aussie. Me sort of myself and Manjo and Ian bringing it up in the rear. So, we're bringing it up where? Yeah, right in the rear, mate. Tight end is so fucked. I, I couldn't care which one of those assholes I get at the end. NFL. 10 a.m., 9 a.m., 8 a.m., 6 a.m. Maddie, I've had sunrise beers on Mount Panorama. Fantasy. Three shots back and howling to the sky. Woo! What are you doing? Because it'll feel good. And I will foreskin something a bit. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. You get a couple of times a year to be able to say you can do dumb stuff, and I'm no longer 20, so I can't wake up on a beach. G'day, mates, and welcome to the AGN Playoff Show. It's where the Aussie Gridiron Network brings you all the action, all the banter, all the footy vibes from the NFL playoffs, and we've been doing it all month long. Now, if you've missed out on any of the playoff shows before, no worries at all. We're stoked to have you here now, but a quick tip for those who are savvy, just dive back into the earlier shows where the AGN crew, we've gone and dissected all the NFL action for championship week. The divisional round, even before that, on wildcard round. But brace yourself because today, my fearless mob are going to be dropping you some winning tips. Of course, I'm your friendly host, Matty C. But joining me on this footy field adventure is only the enigmatic voice of Australian gridiron. It's my boy, San Francisco 49ers faithful, Manjot Mally. How are you doing, brother? Doing well. You know, my Wi-Fi may not be doing well, this week I've been having so many connection issues, so you know that enigmatic will be coming through right now. But yeah, man, I I just I'm just really excited. This this is a Super Bowl. The 49ers yeah. are in it. Man, I'm just hyped. You be fired up, man. This is something you can say, and you've been able to say recently that I certainly can't. Your team's in the Super Bowl, so very jealous on that front. Tay, you've had a team in the Super Bowl. This is the man that you go to for fantasy advice on this all and the greatest fantasy analyst down under, Taylor Goodall. Mate, are you feeling the jelly as well? I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Uh, mate, I'm absolutely pumped. I can't wait. Uh, as we've spoken about, the wing, they're going to be wings. They're going to be a plenty. You're going to be sipping beers. Got the day off from work. Uh, can't wait to watch this game. I'm sure Manjot's shitting in his undies. Uh, and we get to watch this without any worry in the world, mate. How could things be any better? Yeah, 10 a.m. beers. Uh, I know a bloke who's pretty keen on the 10 a.m. beers as well. Uh, and it's Brad who's going to be joining us a little bit later. But wait, there's more. For the NFL playoff specials, we've got the extra firepower. We've been keeping these guys packed in the uh, – we've been keeping them packed on ice, ready to go. Hailing from the G'day Gridiron section of our Aussie Gridiron Network, Brad will join us, but he's, he's just going to join us a little bit later. In the meantime, though, I need to throw to the consummate host of the G'day Gridiron. It's the Viking himself, and this is the man who's keen on the 10 a.m. beers. It's Ian Tomlinson. Welcome back, mate. 10 a.m., 9 a.m., 8 a.m., 6 a.m. Matty, I've had sunrise beers on Mount Panorama. So That's amazing. You know, I, I'm keen for beers anytime. Uh, so it's, it's all big tips and big tits over here. Because uh, that's what happens. So. <laughs> wow, mate. And look, no, I know you're not scared of a beer at any time of day, but uh, that's magic. I love that. It doesn't get more Aussie 
than a, a Dawn beer on Mount Panorama. I yeah, mean, you might just. That's that. I think that is so should be part of the citizenship test, right? Everyone, can you have a six AM beer on Mount Panorama in October? Everyone, I was sitting next to my mate. We'd hauled all our stuff over. Here's a story. So hauled all our stuff over the track, like everybody's stuff. We were the ones. We said we'll get up at four AM and go over the track, and we set up the chairs, and we were sitting there, hoodies over our heads, just chatting away in the dark, watched the sunrise, and as the sun peaked over the over the mountain, over the over the horizon. The first time I reached into the esky and then Maddie says to me, my mate Maddie says to me, what the fuck are you doing? I said, I'm having a beer. Do you want one? And he's going, what do you mean? It's only sunrise. I said, exactly. Look up there and listen to this and cracked it. And I said, why not? You get a couple of times a year to be able to say you can do dumb stuff and I'm no longer 20, so I can't wake up on a beach. So let's just do that. And that is probably the best moment of my week. I've just lived vicariously through your memories. Thank you for that. And <laughs> Super Bowl. You tell we're Australian. You can now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and, and, yeah, like Super Bowl, I've, I've, uh, I've fell, fallen in love with the game over the last uh, eight or nine years. And yeah. there's been nothing better than going to a pub with some mates, uh, watching Super Bowl, having a few too many pints, uh, <laughs> seeing – what sort of food comes out? Um, we've been to some places that that served like masses of wings, like endless wings. Come there was on. one place we went to one year. It was like thirty bucks for uh, endless wings, and I don't, I've never eaten that much chicken in my life. But someone said endless wings and beers, and so I just I was in. I put uh, that place out of business. Yeah, Tay, I think I was trying. Um, I'm just getting that gif of like that, that Simpsons moment of how much did you eat? You only can eat. They bring in all the bags. It's like, oh, no, sorry, this is mail for something else. But yeah, I'm just getting that image. The weird part was they had this place had, because it was a bit of a sports bar, they had um, some of those sort of like time zone esque games in the corner. So they had the, they had the basketball throw. So at half time, they decided they wanted to run a comp. Throwing basketballs, you know, into those into those hoops, and here's all these jabronis like taking taking one shot and watching it go in. I'm looking down at nah, the gutter, and I'm like, uh, I've got eight balls. Okay, too easy. Boom, 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 boom. I was firing them up. I couldn't give two fucks if they were going in or not. I was just seeing how many shots I could have in that minute. So I was just yeah. a lot like my sex volume. life, really. <laughs> Wow. Okay, we'll we'll get some uh, background on that. And we'll we'll get some reference checks on that as well, Ian. Just uh, <laughs> just for credibility purposes. <laughs> but for those joining us tonight, gra- grab a cold one, uh, chuck some snags on a Barbie, depending on the time of day too, because we're going to dive into the playoff madness. No, chuck snag. If it's for if it's like seven eight a.m., you're listening. Chuck snags on a Barbie. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. You, you won't regret it. Good. Throw your shoulders back and howl into the sky. Woo! Where's you do it? Because it'll feel good. Yeah, give it a uh, Ric Flair gotta... while you're at it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We've got a little bit to do tonight too because we are picking our fantasy teams for the Super Bowl and Taylor's got this all planned out because we did this last year and somehow we went four rounds. Um, we've decided that is sadistic and cruel, so we, we've adjusted it for this year. But what we want to kick off the show with tonight is just really quickly, we are very close to giving away some free merch. 
And we've got a few guys who are all stuck together on eight points. And one guy who's in a position that can can move to nine, that's our commentary partner and local gridiron champion, Isaac Dialvia, who's uh, currently leading our competition in terms of being level with everyone, but still having a horse in the race. There is about four or five guys tied on eight. So if he doesn't get his team come up in the Super Bowl, we're going to be down to tiebreakers. So it's, it's pretty exciting in that. And we're looking forward to giving away some free merch. Ian, you've got a ripping get a gridiron design giveaway that is exclusive. You I do. And I, and I will foreskin something a bit. I received today an email from one young Tom Hobbs at Tamanaki Designs with the remainder of those exclusive designs. Plus, Maddie, you will be so excited when you see some mint logos updates no that he way. sent me figured out a gridiron. But there are this this one is an exclusive from Tom. He has done a, a great thing, some really great merch ideas. Yeah. Um, that we've come up with together. And there are about five other designs in the back of the cupboard waiting to come out. So this one will be exclusive to start with. We'll probably do the same with the rest. It's going to be amazing. Make sure you keep a lookout for it uh, coming out very soon. That AGN merch store is just about to go bang, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah, yeah, absolutely it is, Matty. Our fantasy part of it too, we've got some stuff coming as well. And there's... uh, there's definitely some shirts that have come from this playoff series of just things that people have said and wild ideas we've put out there. So, uh, yeah, watch this space. So I just want to start with that. In terms of the fantasy competition too, we'll welcome Brad onto the show in a little bit and he is currently leading the damn fantasy contest. That guy, fucking well, I don't know where you found him, Ian, but, mate, send him back to wherever he came from. He's a pain in our ass. He's won the tipping comp in the, the regular season. He's leading the fantasy comp. He's just making a mockery of all of us, mate. No, nah, come on. You've been you've been bitching at us for years that Taylor wins everything and we found someone <laughs> who can compete, okay? So let's just let's just take it for what it is and love the banner that Brad brings because uh, it's a very different kind of banner. He's slowly becoming Bogan Brad, though. Let's just... <laughs> he totally... Tay, are you taking it personally that he's stamping on your ground? No, look, it, it, it definitely creates something new for me. Having to actually, uh, like, I've, I even talked about in the regular season when we did our starts of the week, I actually found it more interesting when everything was really close. And not only is it close, he's put himself in front. So really mm-hmm. got to go back to the drawing board for me and look at the data and look at the stats and see if I can uh, come from behind. I love uh, I love the fact that he's in front at the moment because take it's you get asked deep into stats anyway. Yeah, and, and it's I've what have what I've been seeing the last few weeks, and I know Maddie has as well, is all of a sudden there's more. You're deeper in the stats than you've ever been oh, before to try man, and I'm, I'm circling the asshole. Stats, <laughs> yeah, <mate>. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm deep in those checks. Yep. So it's it's been great that you have to go deeper and deeper and there's more stuff coming out. And the 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 knowledge drops you've been dropping on G'day Gridiron for this playoff series have been amazing. Loved it, all of it. Yeah. And it's because you've Brad has forced you to go deeper into stats to try and beat him in a fantasy call. <laughs> oh, no, he's made it tough, mate. He, uh, he, he, so many of his picks that, that he, uh, he does, I straight away just look at it and go, oh, man, they are great picks. I still I still think of the, uh, the Yaman Ra, Mike Evans uh, oh. sort of twosome that he picked on the oh. tournament. In that in that Lions Bucks game, I just looked at it and I was so jealous because I just knew that game was going to be high, like a lot of passing yards and a lot of passing attempts. 
uh, because both rush defenses were awesome. And I was just like, that's going to be the difference. And it totally was. But he had like four players in that one game and they just all dominated. Man, Jot and I were both pissed though because we both picked uh, Mike Evans in previous weeks and he was terrible. (laughs) Brad Brad gives him the minus touch and all. (laughs) Before we get into the fantasy stuff, there's one thing that we really need to do. Um, This is kind of one of the fun things around the Super Bowl is that there's always these exotic, weird things that'll happen in a game that you get to bet on. And sometimes it's as simple as, you know, what's the points over under? How much is one team going to win by? We're going to dive a little deeper than that and we're going to go into a couple of the the obscure things. We did this last year. We went and we took uh, a hedge on five different items and then we sort of worked out at the end of it all who, who tipped the most things right. We've also taken some of those things and just twisted them a little bit this year to try and add a little bit more instead of it being yes, no, being a bit more, hey, stick a flag in and whoever gets closest without going over will get the point as well. So that said, we're going to have to patch Manjot and Brad's in because both of those guys have had a little bit of network issue. Brad's connection issues are because he moved house, because he bought a house. Congratulations. He's in Queensland. I mean, that place is pretty much... Manjot- I've seen more live culture and yogurt than I have in Queensland. Oh, there's a lot of water up. There's a lot of water up there too. So that's the other problem. Manjot's on the other hand, though, big fuck you to the builders next door who have, for the second time, cut his MBN line to the house. They just doing it to fuck with him at this point. Yeah, anyway, well, we'll we'll see. Well, hopefully we'll get his um, tips into the the bracket for later, like Brad. But we've got the three of us live, which is kind of great because we're the three mouthiest buggers. And we've got five categories, okay? First category is to do with the anthem because it's one that happens before the game. Do, do we all know who's singing the anthem? Do any of you guys yeah. know? Reba McIntyre. Yeah. Now, what do you yeah. guys know about Reeves? I Jesus. know she uh, she had that show, um, of which we're just <laughs> called Reba. And the one massive thing I always laugh at is she's a meme. Um, it's like it's always like they they did they do the meme of like that song that she does. It's like a single mom who works too hard, who works two jobs and never stops. So it's like if you if you're in a relationship, you do like the smallest thing. If, if you're a woman, you put that thing up to say like <laughs> yeah, like you, you basically like hung the washing out, and you're like oh, you put that meme up to act like that's you've so got basically funny. no help around the house. So <laughs> that's pretty much literally. What I know, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know less. I know that it's a lot more in a way a country. Uh, yes. So it's going to be. A, it's very. It's an interesting choice for a Super Bowl in 2024. I feel. It uh, is. You would think that they'd start going a bit more of the younger audience, especially with this whole move to sort of digital platforms and trying to capture more younger younger demographics. Uh, and then they roll out Reba McIntyre for the uh, anthem. I mean, it's in Vegas, and I think about the least Vegas person I can think of. Yeah. The ginger country singer in her 60s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. I love her. She's really funny, and and Taylor brings up that sitcom. I watched every season of that. I just, I think that show is so funny, and her comic delivery is actually really, really good, and she clearly has a second pitch. But, mate, I'm not sure she's necessarily the most Vegas person I could ever think of. But, anyhow. Hey, man, John, do you know much about Reba McIntyre? I <laughs> have uh, no fucking clue who she is. 
<laughs> See, and this this is my point. See what I'm talking about? This is the Angel was probably still in his dad's balls when this show was on. <laughs> he is the gener- yeah. he is the generation that the NFL is trying to get into the into the game more, and, and he's got no idea who Reba McIntyre is. Huh. No, nor should he. Um, and I think he's the only guy in the room who's under what thirty five. Tell you'd be about that. So you know, it's just, 30, us guys know. Mate. There, there you go. Right, I'm way I'm way under thirty five, man. <laughs> like, like, wow. like a full two Ouch. months. I was going to say, how many more months? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been told. Okay, so Reba McIntyre, um, she's charged with this job of singing the anthem in Vegas. Again, just not sure that she suits that. But the line I've got here, we're going to go over and under on this one, and the line I've got is 86 and a half seconds. So for those who work in minutes, that's one minute and 26.5 seconds. Interesting line, Maddie. Yeah, it is. I've got so much of fun facts about why it's actually interesting too. Is because it's the lowest line it's ever been set. So basically, I think it's Chris Stapleton, the country singer. He was he was over two minutes. Um, There's been a lot of other people that have gone over two minutes, which is not even close to this line. And uh, basically, the anthem's never been lower like this low like no one's ever sung it for only 80 odd seconds so they're essentially like basically going out on a limb and by saying like they obviously know something there is also two different videos out on youtube where she sung the national anthem at different (laughs) events and she actually went about this amount of time both times so they actually obviously did their research um, wow. I think all the money's been coming for over because this is the lowest it's ever been set. Uh, but obviously, they've taken a chance on what they've seen her do in the past um, at like minor league baseball games or something. Um, so that, I just thought I just thought I'd throw that out there for anybody well, who's, who's wondering if that's why that's so low. The really interesting thing is though that the anthem itself, the song, the, the track for the actual anthem, is is only a minute and nineteen seconds. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's well it's under that. Twang to it. Yeah, yeah so it's it's of, how much twang you really add to it, how much warbling yeah. when you get the the you know the rest of it. I, 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 land I, I, of the free. Yeah, and it's that gap there too. It's the gap between where you do the free and the the yeah end. the gap. Yeah. How yeah. many hold brave for do you reckon? Yeah, they're and obviously how, assuming that yeah. she doesn't hold notes the way that she sings, so she's just going to be straightforward with all of it. So. Just, just banging out, mate. <laughs> now, Maddie, was this your line? Did you look this? Did you get it from somewhere? Uh, I've totally nicked it uh, from yeah. from an online platform on Tuesday when I was doing a bit of heavy research. Okay, because because yeah, yeah, sports bet at the moment are at the, setting their under over at eighty nine and a half. Yeah, when wow. I, so it's actually been being getting bet up. That's that's the thing. Like people are going nah. That's way too low, and it's getting mm. smacked. I'm pretty sure it started at 86. So that's that's interesting. So mm, we're going 86 right. and a half, Matty. And we're going on the 86 and a half. Ooh. So feel free to get jiggy with which way you want to go on that because it's a low number. And the analysis I read on it too is that, um, yeah, because she's a bit of a fast talking and, and quite a, a fast-paced um, pop end-of-country singer, 
that that's also kind of what's leading into these low numbers. And and that I'll I'll kick off and just say I'm going the under. I'm just I'm just confident she's going to just kick it out there. You just want you just want under over. That's it. Just under I'm over eighty six and a half. I'm going to go over if it's eighty six and a half. I'll go over, buddy. Man's got the O. Okay. Ooh. We've got Ian and Manjot, who are the music guys. You were really I'm leading the music say. analysis last year. Yeah, I was about to say, Ian is also, yeah, he plays the guitar and everything. So don't be forgetting about Ian there, Matty. But look, mm-hmm. with with my knowledge, see, I don't know who Reba is. I haven't seen, like, many of her songs or anything. So, like, you know, like, I have no none of her analysis to go off. But I feel like past Super Bowl performances, I always feel like, and this guy sound really stupid, but I kind of feel like with my knowledge, like sort of experience of music and everything, I feel like I don't want it to come off as sexist or anything, but I feel like women can hold notes longer than men sort of thing, you know? Like, yeah, yeah th- like that's just what that's just what I've noticed across my time of music. I, d- I don't want to sound sexist or anything against men or, you know, saying men can't hold notes, but just like that's how I felt with like music over time and for that reason, I think, you know, even if she's singing things super fast, even if she's, oh, okay, she was on The Voice. Oh, that's who she is. Like, sorry, Maddie just showing the picture here. I'm like, okay, I think I definitely have seen her before. I haven't heard many of the songs, but, you know, I've definitely seen her around. Yes, for sure. I, I would I would go the over just because just of the stupid theory I have that, that women can hold musical notes longer than men. I, I don't know where this, this comes from, but I, I'm sure it's correct. And look, if Reba does super well like Lady Gaga did, she'll have to be the Super Bowl halftime performer next year. So, you know, I better Imagine. start getting some listening going there. <laughs> Longest oh. under over prediction ever, Tay. We haven't delved into this much analysis into anything, let alone like, I reckon we talk, <laughs> we'll, we'll, um, we talk about the Super Bowl, like the actual NFL less than we've talked about this one over under. It's absolutely great. Look at this goddess of a woman. I mean, no wonder. <laughs> I mean, how old is she? 150. Oh, come on. Oh, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> She's been around a long time. Um, uh, got- she is 68. Reba's still looking bloody good for 68. No, I'm not going to look like that good at 48. So, yeah, props to her. <laughs> yeah, she looks way younger than 68, I will say. Well, I think Mandrop just shaved 10 years off. Did he say 58? 68. <laughs> I, I said 60. I said Yeah, 50. just checking, just checking. I thought you might have taken a few years off too. I'm like, hmm, actually. Um, okay, so we've, we've got Taylor needs to give us an over-under on this. I'm going to go off Maddie. I'm going to go under. Oh, here we go. I think the line's there for a reason. I, I, know, I think everyone's looking at past um, – uh, past performers and just jumping on. And honestly, sometimes the, the, the best thing to do with over-unders is see what everyone's betting and go against it because there's a reason why Las Vegas wins and everyone else loses. So yeah. the fact that everyone thinks they've, they've got something going over, it makes me want to go under. And I, I, I don't think she's going to hold any notes. I think she's just going to bang it out real fast. So I'm going to go on that side and go under. Woo! I always feel this wonderful validation when Taylor lines up with me because I realise I <laughs> stick my neck out. And so if Taylor backs me up, I've got to feel it's a bit legit. Because of my great analysis, mate, I knew she was a meme. I, I 
I said that it was the I had the stats in terms of what the other ones have gone. I had the fact that she had videos and she'd been in minor league baseball, mate. How could you go against me? Why is that? I love these these novelty Super Bowl props. It's, <laughs> I know. it's, yeah. it's so good. I always like you put the timer on when you watch it on your phone and stuff. Oh yeah. So good, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the sports bet currently and we don't we're not doing this one, but sports bet currently have a uh, a betting like a bet up for the colour of Reba McIntyre's boots. Yeah, I know, I saw that. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so like lipstick. And black is at 262 and uh, red is at 325. Yep. So, wow. I reckon that would be the inverse for Taylor Swift's lipstick as well. Those sort of props. <laughs> oh, yeah. There, there is, there's an entire section on sports bet at the moment uh, in the novelties dedicated to Taylor Swift's Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, about 14 different bets you can make just on Taylor Swift that have nothing to do with the game. It is. It's amazing. Um, even right down to will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift? Yeah, I know. I've seen that one. A bit yeah, early for that. Man. bit early for that. But yeah. you never know. I, I just can't imagine where he does that. But for, for reasons that we'll go into on the the Taylor Swift podcast we'll do after this. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Yeah, 100%. Now, look, um, the next couple we're going to rely on, uh, this one's going to be yes or no. Okay, so we've seen this happen in Super Bowls and we see this happen a lot in just regular season games too is that you get a field goal kick and uh, whether it goes in or not, it hits a post. And you know how much harder it is to hit a post than to completely miss it or to completely split them? It's fucking difficult. Um, So we're going to put this bet on, does a kick hit the post? And it's got to be either an extra point try or a field goal try, not from a kickoff. Can I make a caveat for this one? I think if you get yes, you should get two points. Yeah. Like, because that makes it more Damn. even in terms of like, because I feel like it's a little easier to just say no. And I feel like then I feel like some of us just go yes because we want to be different. But doink. I, I feel like there's a way bigger chance that there's no doink like than there is of it. So I'm like, if you guess yet, you're taking the risk to say yes. I feel like you should get two if you're right. Do you remember what happened last year, Tate? That was probably a doink. <laughs> Two people said yes. Three people said no. The yes got it. But Ian said, for double points, I'm going <laughs> to go to the double doink. The double oh, doink. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> so, like, oh, if I'm you just... want to stick it out for two points, feel free. If the, I just thought there was a way bigger chance there wouldn't be one. But if there's been more than I've realised, then I'm fine keeping it one and one, whatever. Just I, if you want to spice it up, brother, that. I mean, we've got I'm a not, precedent. I'm not spicing it up on double doing this year, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like a point well taken because I say this about Aussie rules football. They give you one point if you post. I think, fuck off. If you miss one side and you miss the other, you could get six or one. Surely hitting the post should be worth 25. It's I've harder. never understood Aussie it be harder. Yeah. It's harder to hit that thing. It's harder to hit the post. Yeah. And yeah. Why wouldn't you make that the target considering how narrow it is? Anyway, so so that said, Tay, I know it's it's something that it happens and it happens with some regularity in the regular season. We're given a point if you say yes. We'll give a point if you say no, and those turn out to be right. But if you want to go the double doink, nice. If you want to go miss and misses the fucking back net, I'll give you two points for that as well if it misses and they miss the back net. What if I pick the oh. what if I pick the kicker? <laughs> well, there's only yeah. two. I know. 
I'm very well aware of that. I mean, if you're saying like Mahomes is going to kick it and hit the post, I'd no, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, what if I could? What if I correctly pick the kicker that gets the doink? Do I get an extra point? I reckon Tay. It's not nearly as impressive as picking double doink, though, is it? <laughs> it's yeah, not. it's not really. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, let's just fucking half a point. Let's just keep nah. this normal. No, that's fine because okay. at least I can say who it is and I can sit on the fence, so that's fine. Yes, and it hits is a point. No, and it misses is a point. No, and I back that it misses the back net is two points. Yes, and it's a double doink, two points. The, but no. the thing is, that go does, oddly specific. So does that mean if the other kicker does do a doink, he doesn't win? <laughs> no, he's not taking a specific okay. kicker now. Okay. Um, I'm going to say no. I'm just going to be boring. Yeah, uh, thanks for that. Cheers. That that's really made it interesting. Ian? Well, I feel like some will have to go no because then if we all just say yes, then it's stupid. <laughs> well, I'm gonna disclose I've gone no as well. I'm okay. gonna say yes. Because Jake oh. Moody is in this game. Yeah. I knew yeah, you'd take the yes, Ian. <laughs> yeah, but the post isn't fifty meters right. No, but he's hit the uh, I think he's Major <laughs> Major might actually know. Has Jake Moody hasn't he hit the post in the postseason so far? Uh, I think he has. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think. I'm he pretty sure he's Yankees. already hit it. Th- yeah, I'm pretty sure he already hit it. Sounds like he's due to not hit it. <laughs> well, no, so bro, did miss last week. Just directly missed against the Lions. But yeah, yeah. Look, can, can I just say, like, weirdly no. as, as well, <laughs> like, have have doinks just like become so fucking loud? Like recently, it sounds like whenever someone like hits the post, probably a microphone in there. Yeah, I'd say yeah, there's a microphone the in there now. Yeah, they put the microphones in there. But I don't think like- I don't think they put the microphone there for the doink. I think they put the microphone there to, to cover like getting the like the, the talk on the field, like in the end zone. Yeah. But it just happens to be the easiest spot to put it is on the post because it's out of the way. So now you yeah, just see and, this. And the weird thing is as well, CBS has put out like nine cameras in the post now as well. So there's like there's like full on if you get a doink. You might actually like get to see it like hit the camera like a stump cam in cricket or something. Oh. Like, yeah, so you might actually get like some beautiful doinks. So for that reason alone, just because I want to hear like it, it sound like a nuke has just dropped on Las Vegas and the, and the 49ers angles. lose the game because of it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Oh, man, that's got it. Okay, so there's two quick thoughts I've got here too. Is like, do you know that the sound of a car door shutting is completely made up? Car doors don't have to make that noise, but people didn't trust that a car was built sturdy enough if it didn't make a solid thunk when it shuts, and I'm starting to wonder if the NFL is doing this with kicks that hit the post. They're going, if it hits the post and it doesn't make any fucking noise, what bullshit. People want to hear when it hits the post. So I'm just kind of wondering if that's a thing. And also, Manjot said this before, it's post-season, po- post-season. So they're, they're my two <laughs> thoughts on Jake Moody. <laughs> Tay, you were about to say something too, and then I just ran all over you. No, I was just going to say Jake Pooty. <laughs> I'm glad we came back to you for that. <laughs> You never disappoint. You never do. Uh, the next one, I, we're playing nearest the post, and this is a lot like this is this is Price is Right rules. Okay, we've all got to pick a number here, and whoever gets the closest without going over, without their bet being too high. The bet here is how long would the longest successful field goal kick be in yards? The field goal, not extra point. 
It's got to be a field goal. So all extra point kicks are 33. Yep. So it's got to be a field goal. And if the shortest just field, thought, the longest field goal is shorter than that, fine. We all just got to pick a number. And whoever's the closest without guessing a number too tall. Yeah. So if it's a 50 yep. yard kick, but I've guessed 51, I'm out. Even if you've guessed 44, you would win if you're the closest. You know what I mean? So like if you're over, you're out. You said my number now, so I'm 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 Which nervous one? about it. I said a lot of numbers. I, I know, said and you said the number that I was thinking, so now I'm nervous about it. Uh, I'll lead off then. So I'll lead off. No, it's not nicking it. I just you said it in the lead up, so I get it. I get iffy about it. Um, Forty eight. Hey, uh, Manjot, you're up. Yeah, I think with this one, two very high powered coaches going aggressive. <laughs> I'll go play it safe and say thirty eight. Oh, someone said a bat marker. Nice. So, do you need me to go first? Yep. 47. Oh, you. Oh. So, you completely screwed yourself. You have to hit it exactly. No, I, I, I'm all right with 47. I don't, I, I'm happy with that. If it's 47, I'm sweet. That was going to say you have to hit it because otherwise, if it goes higher than that, Ian wins. Or if it goes lower, you, you go. Anyway. So if he goes lower, where you put your mark. If he goes between, if he goes between Manjot's thirty-five, did you say what you said, Manjot? Thirty-eight. So if he goes between thirty-eight and forty-seven, he still wins. No, because no, I've gone over. What? So that's only if he puts out thirty-nine. Yeah. Are we? Are we speaking English? Like, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> so just just for this one, Ian, if if that kick comes in at forty-six, yeah, I've got guessed over it, so I go win. Manjot would win because he's the closest without yeah. guessing too high. That's what I'm saying. There's literally a classic phrase of price of price is right rules where you can literally screw someone. Like if you if I if I could screw Ian now too, I could just say forty nine. <laughs> and, and, and you can say forty nine. Ian would legitimately have to hit it on the nose to have a yeah. chance. Okay, no, I get what you mean now. My my it's twelve oh six forty seven number for days and I'm not moving. At twelve oh six, my my brain is not functioning as it should. So we'll just. <laughs> I've got my number, Tay. I'm happy with my number. Let's see, Matt. A tail. What's your number? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually go high. I reckon Harrison Buck is gonna hit one from fifty two. Big kick. I like it. I was originally gonna go foot fifty one, but Maddie said it in the lead up, and it shook me. You said a lot of numbers, didn't I? Yeah, but you said 51, and that's what I was focusing on the whole time. So you, so you really shook me. <laughs> I could have picked any numbers, too. I'll just I'll risk a high number. I was thinking 51, like like when you proposed these particular questions a yeah. day ago. It was in my head, and then you said oh, it, man. and I was like, no, can't do it now. So Sorry, mate. I should have I should have let off and said, and I picked 47 three days ago. But anyway, Um <laughs> That the same rules apply here. How long would the longest touchdown play be in yards? And you went first on that one. Taylor went last. I'm going to flip it. Taylor, you got to go first on this one. Yeah, and I like to put it out there that I I brought up the prices right thing, but I decided not to screw anyone over with it. If anything, I yeah. screwed myself by going high. So I just thought I'd uh, throw that. Just there. wait till there's a Super Bowl record kick and you win. Just, I'm more trying to look at these by not playing the rules of just literally thinking of the play and just picking the number. Like, I feel like yeah. that's the yeah. whole crux of the idea anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 41 because it's literally Ooh. my favourite number. 
Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Longest TD. Okay, so um, I guess maybe that makes me next, and I've got 31. Puts Manjot up. Yeah, look, I'm, go- I'm going to go lower still, 26. 26, and now Tay gets to wrap it up seeing oh, – I'm sorry, Ian, Ian gets to wrap it up having seen everything. Um, Brad will add his. He won't see what we've bet before he puts his in here either. Oh, that's going to be so good. Um, look, I'm just going Tay's, Tay's round. I'm going my favourite number, 29. Oh, I'm wearing my I'm wearing my Xavier Rhodes jersey, number yeah. twenty nine for the Vikings. This is my favourite number. That's my my playing number twenty nine. So, okay, Rhodes closed. Right, so, <laughs> I just want one massive touchdown and one massive field goal. And all we hey, got. <laughs> equally, Tay, I was thinking fifty one, but then when you said favourite number, I'm like, no, let's go with that. That's, <laughs> I can be yeah. swayed so easily at this time of night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can't wait to see what you pick here because the last one is the colour of Gatorade for the Gatorade buff. Paddy, <laughs> I think you should go first on this one. Uh, mate, and I've had a num- I've had a colour written down here for a few days and I'm going the colour of my girlfriend Reba McIntyre's hair, orange. Excellent, excellent. excellent. Same colour as my beard, mate. Orange, we're Irish, both of us, I guess, because she's McIntyre. She's from up in the north of uh, up in the north of British Isles like me, mate. So, done. Orange it is. Who do we kick to now? Do we want to go Taylor or, or, or Ian? Because I want to keep Manj up to the end for this one. Let's go to, let's go to Ian. Let's go to Ian. It is Gatorade still, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Well, I'm going this the superior Gatorade flavour, and that is uh, the only one that reminds me of squash in the the late 80s with Dad, the yellow-green. Yeah. Oh, yeah, is that like the lime? Green. Like that green. tennis. Yeah, the lime. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's literally all I was going to pick. <laughs> yeah. It's the, greatest, it's the greatest Gatorade flavor. It's classic. And it Absolutely does remind classic. me of, of times when I used to go to the squash courts with Dad when I was, yeah, if like eight, nine, ten years old. Go down to the squash like courts that. with Dad. Dad would be playing squash with his mates. I'd be running around with all the other kids playing with cars and doing whatever and Dad, can I get a drink? Absolutely. You know what drink I'm picking? Lime Gatorade. Lime Gatorade. <laughs> Lemon lime, baby. Tastes like a tennis ball. Looks like a tennis ball. Tastes great. <laughs> I still pick it. I walk up. If I'm getting a Gatorade from the shop when I go down and take away, I, there's all the colours. Thank you. Nah, I always <laughs> pick purple to drink, but orange is my bet. Uh, Tay, have you got a have you got a second pitch? If uh, unless you're going to get in the same yeah. sleeping bag as Ian here, which would be okay. It's just you that's know. a big sleeping bag. It's a big sleeping bag. Don't worry about the double sleeping bag, like the two zipped together. We need three, I reckon. (laughs) Uh, Okay, it's it's a tent at that point, I think. (laughs) Does anyone know how to sew? Anyway, (laughs) um, I want to go purple. Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay, so this leaves... Purple stuff. (laughs) <laughs> this leaves Manjot with a couple of choices because there's still two or three options here. And we've seen them in the past. We've seen some of these colours that haven't been mentioned yet actually come out. I think there's a really obvious colour to go here, Manjot. Oh, man. You're talking about red, aren't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it just feels like the two red teams. That would be a very obvious a choice. Think- I, th- I swear I remembered that the last time these two t- played. Everyone thought that. There was like yeah. this whole like betting yeah. plunge on red, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't. It was uh, orange. It was orange, actually. It was orange. Yeah. 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 That was Chiefs. Chiefs had orange, not red. Yeah. 
But what would you go? But Major, what do you think the 49ers are going to go? Because that's the real question. Uh, Well, did anyone see that kid who DM'd like all the players about the Gatorade car for his school project? That was so funny. But that was really good. And literally, the only team he like DM'd was the Chiefs. He literally just DM'd Chiefs players, not even a single <laughs> Niner. I was like, this kid probably knows the script or something. He knows that it's going to be cheap. So, and the kid's from but, Missouri. That's what it is. Yeah, it's it's interesting as well because when the Chiefs did beat us, it was orange. But then last year when they won, it was purple. And the yeah. two years in between, and and also 2019 was blue. So blue's been three out of the last five. I think I see a trend. So I'm going to go blue. I think blue wow. is just a very common color. Oh, well, sports bet at the moment, Maddie. Yeah, um, what do you got? Orange and purple are in the lead for th- at 350. Yellow green at four bucks. Red pink comes in at five. And the blue comes in at six. Weirdly enough, wow. there is an option for water. Oh, the clear one. The clear, clear slash. Clear slash water is eight fifty. Yeah, who would do that? Who would have water? <laughs> it's it's twenty seventeen Patriots, twenty thirteen the Ravens did it. The, like the twenty sixteen Patriots, twenty twelve Ravens. If you just water. That. Yeah, and then there was like four years in a row from two thousand and five to two thousand eight where it was clear. <laughs> Oh, oh, wait, there's a difference between none and clear. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah. I should have specified. But, yeah, those four years were the only ones with the clear, the four wow. years in a row. I feel like clear is a very boring color to pick. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's the beige of, of sports drinks. And that flavor here is like watermelon chill, which also sounds fucking unimpressive. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's a terrible. <laughs> isn't, isn't that the sugar-free one as well? Probably. Like, I'm pretty take sure all the it fun is. Fun out of it, mate. Can we yeah. have a fun free Gatorade? Yeah, sure. Here it is. It doesn't even have any fucking color. Thanks for coming. Four bucks. <laughs> I want these. I want these kind of novelty bets on on the uh, NRL Grand Finals. Yeah, we, we just need don't to get set that podcast up, mate. That's what we need. We need to set that podcast up. But you don't see these in betting circles, though. They don't. Like, Australians love a bet, but the, for some reason, we don't do all this fun shit on our own games. Yeah, like, yeah. NRL's grand final is is massive, and we missed all this opportunity to. Until now, we're going to bring it back for the NRL season, Ian. Thank you for bringing this up. It's we got to be the Aussie NFL fantasy NRL show. NRL. <laughs> we're going to go through Supercoach with Taylor. Yeah, I um I roped these guys into a Supercoach draft league last year, and. Oh, had to boy. sit there and watch me win the second title in a row. So, uh, <laughs> that was pretty much the only reason I brought them in. Oh, and if you want to see someone melt down over Supercoach, I'm in. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Welcome to the shocking fourth season. I'm back. I'm back. I'm hopefully new wankers will be a little bit better and actually give me a challenge in our starts of the week. Aussie. In terms of fantasy value, let's pivot to that because this is a fantasy podcast. My analysis was terrible, so I've been punished. NFL. You couldn't escape it. Every reporter, every single day. Cody got locked in a dark room, didn't he? Should have locked the door. Fantasy. Everyone's talking about me. I'm doing stupid darkness retreats. I go do a Cam Newton because I know my boy Maddie hates Cam Newton. See, and that is the energy I was hoping you would bring. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. They got some saucy players out there. Hopefully Rogers doesn't feel up as many mums. So it is that wonderful time of the week where we get to talk about the fantasy games. 
And this is easily my favorite part of the playoff show because it's wild. It is wild every single week. But one guy who's come on here and surreptitiously kicked everyone's ass on the down low. Yeah, yeah. Brad has come in here and he's like, oh, yeah, fantasy. I don't know what I'm doing. Dude, you've got 14 competition points and you're the highest scorer. 264 total points. You've got a 20-point break plus on Taylor and I. This belies description for me. I need to hear it from you. What, what's this about? Belies, oh, buddy. Even, 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 a, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Uh, Except you've been right four times. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take, I'll take it. Thank you. Uh, you know, I, I think for me, my goal in this with the playoff thing was just consistency. So um, okay. I, I took, I took a couple swings. And uh, they paid off for me, um, so it, it's 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 I'm grateful, and uh, it's been a good ride. I just hope it doesn't end, frankly, because you guys <laughs> are still within striking distance yeah. of it. So I I think uh, it's it's anyone's bar ball game. Well, maybe not everyone's, but it's 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 close. <laughs> it's close. Whoa, that's a swipe. That's a swipe. <laughs> It's, it's not yeah, that many names. Yeah, I'm not, many I mean, I'm definitely not coming from behind this time. <laughs> no. Family favourite, but not this time. Mate, you've got about a two-point lead on Taylor. He's got 12 points, and he and I have about 240 points. We're, we're within about a point of each other, and I've got 10. So we're literally the guys who can come after you if everything hits disaster for you this week. I can at least catch up to tie with you if I win and you come last. But Taylor's really a big threat. Taylor... You've had a really good run of it, but then last week it collapsed in a screaming heap and you only put up 45 points and we didn't get to hear from you on it because last week we had a bit of a truncated uh, offer on who was on. But I just need to hear real quick, 45 points, what's the dealio? Uh, quarterbacks are fucking shit, mate. Uh, okay, cool. that, that's basically my takeaway from that one. You had it two. Was, it was unbelievably brutal just consistently watching my two quarterbacks hand off the touchdowns. It was basically the tail it was the tail of the week. Like Brad basically went all in on Brad went all in on running backs and I went all in on quarterbacks and my quarterbacks decided to hand me a fucking shit sandwich. But yeah. but they hand, they handed the buddy running backs a perfect fucking sandwich because they were just running the ball every single time they got yeah. in the red zone. It was just yeah, it was what five touchdowns in a row went to running backs. I, I just couldn't buy one. It was, it was unbelievable. Like they were fine. Yeah. Like you know, they were scoring. You know, the you know thirteen, fifteen sort of range, and it just, I, I it was it was the game I wanted. I, I, I if you had told me what the score was before the game, I would have been laughing. It was mm. huge, like you know, basically Agreed. a shootout between these guys, these teams, but. Like I said, every single time there was a big moment, it, it just went to the running backs. And that was basically all I could say because I, t- I took two quarterbacks and obviously George Kittle just didn't like, get into the game at all. Uh, he uh, he wasn't as needed. Debo probably stood up a bit more than any of us probably thought he would. Uh, we kind of thought he might have been a bit more of a decoy and wasn't going to uh, be as dominant as he was and Kittle just wasn't needed. So, yeah, it just wasn't my mm-hmm. week in the end. I mean, we weren't even sure Debo was going to play when undrafted. And in that mm. setting, and you've said this all year, that's where Kittle really shows his value is when yeah. one of the three aren't there, all of a sudden Kittle becomes quite necessary. No one laughing harder about this than Brad too, because he took four running backs. Uh, and the week before he took two receivers, he laid up only 51 points or something like that. So, yeah, Brad's, Brad's completely playing 
chess and, and all us chuckleheads are playing checkers. Brad's um, a wizard. That's, yeah, uh, Brad's yeah, a freaking Brad. wizard. He's Harry Potter with an you're, American accent. You're a wizard, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news is Brad wins again, which means now three out of four weeks, he's going to be the one who decides the draft order. And Brad, none of us know what you've got in mind here. And I know the first couple of attempts at this has been quite elaborate. You've also seen Taylor's just coming on. All right, peasants, here's your, here's your pick and I've decided. <laughs> What's your format this week? How are you deciding? All right. So I, I'm keeping it real simple. Um, like I said, moving houses, so I don't have time to be too elaborate this week. So <laughs> basically, all we are doing today is we're going to go in the order of which your favorite team finished so i.e if uh you're you're the team that you root for had the worst record thank you you like the draft you oh no tyler no yes tyler (laughs) whoa whoa this took a swing at the end there no No. i just i just remembered that the titans sucked this year (laughs) yeah they did (laughs) so So, taylor gets to pick his spot okay Oh, hang on. What's the what's the um Taylor? What's the draft order? What's the draft order, Taylor? Round one. What do we do? One to five. So so basically, it goes one to five like normal. It snakes back on the second way. Yeah. But you, if you picked first, you're picking last, both second and third round. So basically, it doesn't snake. One through to five, five through to one, five through to one. Yep. Right. The second and the third round are the same. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So this is a lot of pressure, Tay. You've you've got like the opportunity here to really pick your spot, knowing that that last round it's a it's a completely different ball game. Yep, sure do. It is quite interesting. It does fall off a cliff <laughs> at one stage, based off some of the analysis that I've uh, looked at. I am going to go. I'm going to go from five. Oh, you want the last? Oh, I expected pick. it. Yep. Well, when when you think about it, what I think the the person in last has won. Taylor won it once, and I think yeah, I won the league. So, so it's it's it works to come from the rear. So Taylor's going <laughs> five. It was the last pick of the first round. I mean, that's the It's that's the. Can I just say it? I don't want to like dictate how anyone else looks at it, but. I'll, I'll just say the other two years we've done this, I've wanted to be the complete opposite. I've wanted to be at the front, even mm. if it means it's shitter at the end. But I, there's just something about this year, even if you've looked during the playoffs, there just hasn't been a huge difference between, say, quarterbacks and some of the elite guys. I just mm. think it, there's a lot of parity between positions in, this, in the playoffs at the moment. So that's why I just thought if I get two cracks in a row uh, with like a top, two top six guys, basically... I feel like that's more advantageous than taking a shot on some of the guys mm. in the pot. Mm. I want to give Taylor a quick history lesson here because he picked fifth out of five last year and got first pick in the second round. And uh, he still managed to come fourth out of five. So <laughs> he's tried this strategy in the Super Bowl round before and it bit him on the, 
on the ball side. No, but I, I have to so agree with Taylor, exactly, though. There's a lot of more parity in this Super Bowl than there was exactly last week. That's exactly what I mean, though. Mm. I, I didn't pick a fourth. Like, I, I just got given it. Whereas I'm just saying that other years, I would have wanted to pick early and just take a quarterback. Mm. Whereas this year, I feel I don't feel like the quarterbacks are sticking out more than the other positions. So that's why I just thought I'd go from five mm. and see what happens. Kind of wonder. All right. So that's, that's Taylor's team down, which means... Does this mean the, Ian's in the, the next the box? next the next loser? It does. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It does. Well you got one through to four to pick from, brother. Um pick a home. I'm going uh pick four. Just like that. Oh. Pick number four. Okay. IT. In you go. So that means you get fourth in the first round. Tay gets five, six, and you're back at seven. Mm-hmm. And then second pick in the last round. Yeah. So similar idea to Tay. I was okay. I was tossing when when we, when he said that draft order I was thinking where do I go I don't do, you don't I feel like I don't want to be first because there's so many picks between first yeah. the first pick and then the tenth pick and then okay. it's it's not just that it's then have to pick five more spots spots after that so you would get the worst lots of the picks it's the exact reason why I'm going to go Maddie C in the middle and take three because <laughs> then I get the same pick every round we know oh. going to end up number one yeah. <laughs> Now Brad gets to pick. Brad. All right. So uh, Taylor five, Ian four, Maddie three. Uh, all right. Yeah. Um, Brad two. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I. This is not what I expected, by the way, dicks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dicks. Uh, all right. So I am. I'm gonna go number two. Yeah, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it real. I think, oh, I, think yep. I am that gonna go absolutely perfect, Brad. Absolutely yeah. perfect. Well played. Number two. So, Manja, oh, congratulations. Oh. Guess who gets the number one pick? Yeah. Yay. The yeah, first. The first one. loser on on Super oh, Bowl day. No, this is not good. Not good. Oh, uh, I'm so did he win the I'm draft? Honestly, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to win this draft. I'm going to get like a, a decent player with the first pick and then like absolute dog shit the next two picks. I think you're underselling Look, the first pick, but uh, yeah, I agree with you from there. Yeah. All right. True. First oh, pick well. is pretty good. So, yeah, I think Brad's giving you a chance to get your guy, I think. Yeah, feeling I was going to. Get the first pick, honestly, this week. After the last couple of weeks where I've been up the front. So, uh, as you guys said, I've been so good. So, I'm going to take the most surest guy in fantasy football, Christian McCaffrey, first overall. I, I don't mind. Like, What about the guy who's been playing lights out the last he, he couple of weeks? Be, <laughs> That's <laughs> nah, fine. Man, this in real life NFL is totally different, as we all know. I'm probably the Man. guy who probably knows that it's working across both. Hey, Matty, so. is this a second half only fantasy game? <laughs> maybe. Maybe oh, it might have to be. Because uh, I think that's the wrong pick if it's second halves only. Well, what if we just just count second half points? Uh, yeah, no, I, I yeah, Maddie, see, can you just yeah. can you just run two separate competitions, first and second half, for us? Yeah, I think what we'll do <laughs> yeah. is we'll, yeah. we'll after we draft scratch. this, we'll score both. We'll score a full game, and we'll also have a half game. Yeah. Just, no, no. just to see what happens. Just to see what happens. <laughs> but then make sure you take the first half stats and just throw them out the window because they don't matter <laughs> at all. No, 
Yeah, right. I was going to explain <laughs> as well. Uh, yeah. With that, what I think. You, what are you going to explain? You I, love Christian McCaffrey. We 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 know that. Yeah, I don't think there's no, much explanation to take well, and CMC. Yeah, yeah, not much. But also, I do want to add the stat that the Chiefs haven't done that well against zone runs, and the 49ers are the best team with running the ball in the zone run system. So. I think Christian McCaffrey, I hope Shanahan actually like relies on McCaffrey quite a bit here in this game. That would probably be a long way to helping the 49ers chances in this game. So, yeah, Mm. I'm back in McCaffrey. If we're going to win the Super Bowl, I think McCaffrey's got to be a big part of it for sure. I think McCaffrey's going to have a hard time against Chris Jones, man, Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Brad taking Chris Jones now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can take defensive. Are we gonna are we gonna make Maddie do defensive points? <laughs> I, I've, I'm preparing myself. I'm stealing myself that someone's probably gonna take one of the defenses. <laughs> oh my goodness! And I'm gonna have to do um, mental arithmetic that Taylor is gonna just tell me I'm very wrong about. Stand. And you'll be right. Taylor will be right. By the way. Do a handstand on one hand with your the other hand with your thumb up your ass while you're trying to figure it out. That's exactly, exactly. And and I'll get the calculation wrong, and then Taylor will be like, "Dude, you're fucking wrong." And he'll have a number, and then I'll rerun it, and Taylor's number will be right because that's just how it has worked all year. <laughs> oh, that wrong, 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 wrong. We got it, Brad. Bring it back, man. We got to get. We got it, Brad's pick. I got to get through. Uh, yeah, so I am. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull a Taylor and take uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh wow! QB is a shit, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off them. Just get he's rid a, of them. Just a. Oh, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is is definitely a two half quarterback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you're, I don't think. <laughs> Wasn't it he you? He did all his who, damage in the first half, though. He's, like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Well, well, wasn't it you who took Mike Evans? He stunk <laughs> it up, and then I took him the next week, and he played lights out. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, that was me. That was me. It's that was you. You've got the Midas touch, and Manjot and I certainly do not. No, I don't know. <laughs> I can't wait. The Felcher's touch or something oh, like I that. just thought about that. I, has Manjot just ruined CMC for the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Well, taking a chief. I can't wait for Ian to take a niner. <laughs> well, we'll see. Maddie C. Maddie C. Okay. okay, so this is the most slam dunk pick of the entire draft now since CMC is gone. Travis and I'm kind of glad that Brad took Mahomes because it leaves me with no question. It was likely going to be between Mahomes and Kelsey. And for the third week in a row, I'm going to take Travis Kelsey. And his girlfriend is just going to love this. So that's it. He's he's my pick. I don't feel like I need to explain a bunch about it. I think everybody knows. And Manjo did a great job describing the importance of Kelsey having big games in playoff games for the Chiefs. It's just going to happen. I'm manifesting. Mm. Love it. Ian. Now, Ian yeah. gets to ruin everything. <laughs> Ian, Ian, Ian always ruins everything. Um, oh, wreck it, Just Ralph. like... But yeah, like that's pretty much me. I, that's what I need on a jersey. Don't worry about Xavier Rhodes over here. It needs to be Wreck-It Ralph. Um, I love just it. just like that's the week I took I took Juan Jennings. Like you know, that was a terrible idea. <laughs> um, maybe I should pick Kyle Juice Tech. <laughs> 
He only gets well, he one. Two, he gets he one two touch big a game. Touchdowns in the last one, did he? I looked at his stats. You know how many touches uh, Juice Juice has had this year? Like eight, five. <laughs> oh gosh, I was not five. expecting that to be the over. Ian. <laughs> five, five catches for six. Isn't, <laughs> Isn't there a prop bet on uh, Juice just getting like two and a half yards as well? Yeah, uh, yes, I yes, saw yes. that during the week. Yeah, oh, I'll take the over on that. Um, I am gonna go. Uh, there is still a few good options here, Taylor. Oh. I reckon I know who you pick. There's still a few good options here. Do you really? Yep. I don't know if I, I'm going to pick the guy you think I'm going to pick. Because I don't Nico think... Nico Collins. A, yes, <laughs> no, Nico. Where's my, where's my dude? Um, you know what? I'm going to go running back and I'm going to go Pacheco. Exactly who I thought you'd take. Yeah. <laughs> Would you have taken that, Taylor? Uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> I just wow. the other the, two good running backs, two good running backs. I feel like, and that's you know, take the other good running back. I've kind yeah. of got three guys here, and this is why I picked the spot that I, I probably would have taken. So I kind of know the two now. Um, yeah, I, I kind of had a hard time with these three sort of putting it together. Probably not one of them. Like I'm definitely taking Debo. Um, I, the other is a one-half quarterback. <laughs> I want to try to take it. I, I, I want to get on some of his prop bets too. I just got a feeling this is going to be a Debo game. Mm. Uh, the fact he gets two extra weeks to heal um, and the fact that he still was so involved in that Lions game, uh, I I feel like he's the gadgety guy you need to beat this Chiefs defense too. Like Because he's sort of – he's hard to defend. Like you can't really – decide that you're going to do something because all of a sudden he's rushing the ball. All of a sudden he's, you know, he's taking a check down. All of a sudden he's actually getting a deep shot. He's all over the shop. So mm. I find he's the hardest one for the Chiefs to actually work out how to stop. So um, I'm definitely taking him. Uh, it's not, I, I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to have to go Purdy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, I, I was almost hoping that uh, you might have, and I would go Pacheco and, uh, Debo, but I'll do that. Well, at least I'll, with Debo and Purdy, I can stack it. Like, I didn't want to go uh, all guys on the same team because I wanted, yeah. obviously, some upside because I need to try and win. Obviously, they have any chance to catch uh, Brad, but I do feel like I've still got that by having the quarterback and wide receiver stack. So mm. uh, I'm going to have to take these two. Yeah, I was. Uh, Debo was the other one I was tossing up with there, Tay. And I knew that if I took whichever one I took, you would take the other one. I kind of yeah. knew that yeah. um, because it's just there. So back around to me, I think it's sort of – I'm the same. I'm same with you. Same thing here, Taylor. I don't want to just go too much stacks on one, and that's kind of why I was thinking of this position as well. So um, I don't know if I want to go wide receiver. I feel like I might leave it out there for Maddie or Brad to grab those, and Ooh. I think I'm going to go the tight end, and I'm going to go Kittle. Yeah, it's interesting because you're right. Like what I just said probably made it more like lean you that way because you don't yeah. want too much from the same team. But it also makes it interesting for Matty in the next bit because mm. I think that someone seems obvious, but you're also putting all your eggs in one sort of basket. But I don't want to foreskin too much here. Yeah. I was hoping that I'd get the choice between <laughs> having 
two tight ends. I, I, I was like, wow, am yeah. I going to be the side who not only takes a tight end with his first pick, but takes a tight end with his second pick? That was in my mind, Maddie. I thought you might be, you would love that kind of, <laughs> that, that psycho pick. But if I, yeah. if I go, if I went like Ayuk or something, you'd be like, fuck yes, George Kittle. Let's just try this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a part of me that's like, wow, is this going to happen? Yeah. Is this actually going to happen? So I'm, in some ways, I'm kind of glad you took that. I, because I know talking to you guys like last year when I started doing fantasy a bit more, and you guys always had yeah. that philosophy. You take tight end really early or you take tight end last. Like that's, yeah. there's, no, there's no in the middle. And I, and it's sort of like, well, Maddie, Maddie would be the kind of guy that would love two tight ends in a three-man three, three man game. It's such a weird thing to do. Um, the great thing is at the moment, so the seven who I had listed top seven have all gone, not necessarily in the order, but – but close enough. And and I think that eighth, there was, for me, a toss-up of wide receivers. And it's probably not going to be any surprise that between them then I want to diversify my options. And I'm going to go with the 49er option and take Brandon Ayuk just because I think, you know, look, if I've already got one pass catcher on the Chiefs, who I think is going to be really target-heavy, doesn't make a ton of sense to then compete with that to take Rice, even though I think he's one of the two that I would want here. It's not leaning anybody into what they need to take next because the great thing about this is it's completely open. You can take a kicker if you want. Just think that of what's left, Ayuk's the guy with the next most target share that I want a piece of. You also just left this perfectly for Brad. It just somehow fell really well for him. <laughs> yeah. This will be super interesting for me. Not so much for me, John. No, I, I don't. I don't think there's any secret. I'm going to take the best rice to play in the Super Bowl <laughs> ever. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be. I'm going to go with the the handcuff, the stacking them, and Rasheed Rice for Kansas City. That is just the nicest pick once you got Mahomes too. So in a yeah, lot exactly. of ways, like if it's not going to Kelsey, where's the second place it's likely to go in the passing game? It just it just lines up beautifully, Brad. Yeah, we're in a bit of trouble here. We'll, <laughs> we're we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I think it's eight for 130 and a touchdown. We're all just fucked. <laughs> like, that's it. It could so be. He had a really just... he had a really quiet game last time, and that's yeah. that's yeah. the big thing. It's yep. really quiet game. Me. Very much makes me nervous. The next game, which puts Manjot in the fun position where he's got clearly, I think, anyone who had the first pick would Manjot. take CMC, and that was the right decision. But yeah. at the tenth decision. I don't think it's as clear. Ray Ray McLeod, Major. Here he comes. Ray Ray McLeod. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking for my options. Yeah. My options don't look great at all. (laughs) I'm going into backups. backups, So, yeah. Um, With that being said, uh, yeah, I I think I'm going to pivot away from offensive guys. And I'm going to look at kicking defense here. Yeah, I just don't think there's enough. Like the offensive guys, I think we should win the best line. So I think it might be better if I take a kicker. So I'm going to take Botka. I just think that's probably the best guy I could take here. To be able to. I had 10. Because you wouldn't take Moody, that's for sure. Yeah, that's he's a hundred percent. Was oh player. man, that was my next pick. Yeah, because <laughs> if you if the, if the forty, we all we all know if the 49ers lose this game, it's Jake Moody's fault. Sure, or Purdy's first. Half. Oh man, don't even get me started. <laughs> no, well, that's we already. Yeah, that's 
Okay, so two rounds in, let me just cap this up. You've now got Manjot has CMC and he's just now to finish the second round gone and taken our first kicker with Harrison Butker, who yeah, I think he's probably the kicker I want to. The second pick in the first round was Brad taking Patrick Mahomes and on the way back he got Rashi Rice, which is a beautiful stack. I've got Travis Kelsey and just backed it up with Ayuk on the way back around. I feel pretty comfy with that. And he's gone and taken Isaiah Pacheco and George Kittle, pretty compelling pair. Not going to lie. I hope that works out. And Taylor's gone and taken Debo, and, and he didn't love it, but he, he knew he had to take Purdy. So we'll see how that pans out. It's also a stack. That's where we are through two full rounds. And because of the magic of the way this works now, Manjot doesn't get the snake around, comes back to Taylor to finish this last round. So we go Taylor, Ian, me, Brad, and Manjot to finish out this the third round. Yeah, and honestly, the way my team's set up is I thought I had a pick here and I don't know if I can take it because it kind of spirals my entire thought process about wanting to go for upside because uh, if I was to take a certain defense, uh, it would literally go against my first two picks. Um, so it would be hard to uh, uh-huh. thread that neat sort of thread that needle of mm. uh, having the quarterback and receiver against this defense. I yeah. know intercepts and stuff can still happen. It's fine. You could still get a pick six and actually not be that destroyed. Uh, it's hard because the options outside of that are horrendous. Um, yeah. I've basically got a wide receiver that's not great. <laughs> and this, do I trust Moody enough? No. I think he's honestly possibly the biggest reason why they might lose. <laughs> um, yeah. It's gross. Word. I think I think with the way the quarterback scoring is set up with really, really low amount lost for an intercept, uh, I still think there's an ability for the Chiefs D to play well, but I still get enough points from the other guys, so I'm going to still take the Chiefs D. Okay, I get to do the uh, mathematical gymnastics and then have Taylor tell me yeah. how badly I got it. Probably get more uh, points nice out because he will be so intent on I'm this because like, he's got skin in the game. I'm just wondering, like, if if they if he throws an early pick six or something, that actually is almost the way I have to actually get points either way because they get the pick six points and then it means that they're throwing the rest of the game. So I'm just wondering if there is still a path to get a fair bit of points out of all three, but we'll wait and see. Watching McDuffie run one back and you're cheering. Yeah. And then you're also watching Purdy come out and you're cheering. <laughs> to, be honest, just, to be honest, I'll be cheering if McDuffie's running one back too. So. It's one of those things where you you try and avoid stuff like that normally in your fantasy team, but when it comes down to this specific fantasy game where you're picking in the third round of a, of a one-game fantasy game, and uh, you, you don't exactly have the luxuries of picking the uh, perfectly set-out team. That's so funny. Well, now you put Ian in the position where he's got the rest of the scraps, which you deemed not worthy. And which is the richest bone left in the graveyard? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, I avoided wide receivers last time around, but they're all – I think that's where the upside is now. Yeah, you got Taylor was definitely, Kittle. Taylor was definitely right. The KC defense is the one if they show up. If the if a defense is to show up over the other, over another team, it would be KC defense. So I love that out of Taylor. Um, yeah. Especially after last week, the way that they played. 
Uh, I think there'd be a lot of points on offer there if they go well. So I have to go wide receiver. Uh, I don't love the guy all the time in regular season, but he's had five receptions from eight targets from 108 yards so far in the postseason. So I think, Maddie, I'm going to choose MVS. That's literally who I was picking. I was picking MVS or the Jets day. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't pick it. I, if, if it's a regular season, even me as a total noob would go, I'm not picking MVS. The guy had 300 yards through all of the regular season and then he's had 108 in the, uh, in the postseason so far. He just season. has games, doesn't he? He just has games where he'll have like two for 16 in touchdown. You go, that's big chunk. Big chunk plays, and yeah. you know that's some points. I think so. Now everyone has kind of disparaged um, what's left, and and rightly because it is it is a graveyard. The way I've got this game started out for me, I've got complete confidence that this guy's going to score just a few points, and that's all I want at this point because I feel pretty solid that Kelsey's going to throw up a ton, and that Ayuk's going to be pretty good. Um, and that's all I'll need. So I'm going to go ahead and take the bonus points that Moody's going to offer me because chances are they're going to rely on some field goals to stay relevant in this one mm-hmm. after Purdy's made some mistakes. And and I also think Debo's primed to do something dumb. So I'm going to go and take Moody, who's going to be really relied upon to make a few kicks. And if he misses one, it's only one point off. But if you make a 50-yard up, it's worth five. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and take it. So I'll just uh, – just for Brad and Manjot, who are up next, obviously, with the – Absolute bones, like we're into <laughs> we're into cartilage and bone marrow right now. Yeah, um, they're obviously the wide receivers for San Francisco. The backup wide receivers are absolute poo, and none of them ever get on the park. Uh, as of today, Sky Moore came off the IR list and is cleared to play for this weekend for the Chiefs. No worthy. So there's just a little something because Tony's not because like- Kadarius Tony ain't playing. That more seems like a grenade you were thrown out, hoping someone yeah. leaps on it. Yeah, I was. I was. Look, Taylor. If I'd lost the position oh. in the draft, I was pretty much prepared in this round to be taking Sky Moore because I would take a bit of a punt on yeah. him at this stage because the balls are weird. Super they are weird, and that's exactly for them to to bring him back off IR and say yeah. he's ready to go for this game. It makes me. And the other thing is, as we talked about on Good Gridiron, this is the Chiefs. And Andy Reid coming off a bye. And Andy yeah. Reid, you can be absolutely sure, as, as I said previously, that Andy Reid is going to throw out a, uh, a, Give you a, wrinkle. A, a couple of trick plays. Loves the trick play, and this is the Super Bowl. We're two, we're two very close teams. So there's going to be some Andy Reid tricks, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Sky Moore was involved in that. This time last year, we were all saying corn dog, and we'd just gotten over the ring a ring a rosy plays. So, you know... Yep. Something's coming. Brad, uh, Brad, I don't envy you at all because yeah. I think the options here are guys like CEH, Elijah Mitchell, Ian's like, you know, bound for glory play over there or Justin Watson if you feel brave. I, I just do not. This is why third was good for me is if everyone else went, at least my 13th pick was still a kicker. <laughs> yeah, this is this is beyond sloppy seconds. This is... <laughs> This is bad. Where, where is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's the uh, it's I, thirty thirds. It's the fourth. Uh, it's the fourth man. Like, I was looking at that too. I was like toothy, toothy thirds. It's the uh, fourth man in a five man rail. So it's just right. 
So oh. it really is a, a struggle to to figure out um, which of the ugliest people I want to take home. But I am always pick the fat one. Well, yeah. I, you know, here the the Chiefs is the Chiefs. Have, Sorry. That's all right. It's, it's some days. Some days it's just verbal diarrhea. Some days, <laughs> and I'm not hosting, so it has to be verbal diarrhea. There you go. The the um, the Chiefs have run run twelve personnel uh, a ton this playoffs. So uh, that is one running back, two tight ends. And they, the reason they're doing that no. is because <laughs> every route they run, they do it with protection in mind because they know their offensive line needs a help, especially with Tooney out. Tooney's so not playing. Yeah. So they're really going to be relying on extra protection. So I think you're going to see a lot more of this tight end. The, the, the question is, is he going to actually catch some balls? So I am uh, having faith in Andy Reid. And 49ers are great at covering tight ends, but I don't think they can cover them both. So I'm going to go Noah Gray. Um, wow. Noah Gray is a great tight end. It's just unfortunate that he is behind the greatest tight end. Yes. It is yeah. just. I, I had two people right at the end of my list, and he was one of them. <laughs> yeah. He and Blake Bell could have actually pretty good lives if it wasn't for a bloke named Travis Kelsey, couldn't they? Yeah. yeah. That's going to be like the Colts where their only receivers were tight ends for a few years there. And it was like, is it going to be Ebron? Is it going to be Moelle Cox? Is it going to, you know, there, there was about three of them. Trey Burton. Like they all had them on the roster at the same time. And I feel like these guys can do the same thing. They've got guys who can actually do stuff. But, ah, if it wasn't for that hog, Kelsey. I wonder if they hired Taylor Swift to poison his oatmeal in the offseason or something. <laughs> <laughs> we well, saw the other side. On the other side, I don't think anybody has even seen Charlie Werner play. I know he's had, like, he's behind George Kittle, and, oh, and he's I'm had blocker. Well, he's had yeah. he's had eleven receptions in four years. <laughs> he's no Ross Dwelly, mate. I'll tell yeah, you that, that Ross Dwelly is a fucking unit. The big finale. Yeah, this is be great. Uh, I can't wait for this big. Let's go. We've got. A team that has CMC and vodka. Oh. How do you wrap this up with what's left? Measure, throw whatever poo is left against the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> like, don't even try, I think, overthink it. It's, it's just... The, yeah. It's literally really, like, I, I got left with, like, the, the shit of the shit. But hey, at least yeah. I got CMC. So, like, I, I was, so what I need, essentially, from my team, right, I need CMC to score twenty plus points, Barkov to get a cool seven, and then I need to find like five points from this last player to really get there. So I'm trying to find a five point player. And I just think uh, it's so. I think this is the biggest risk of all time in this thing. But I, I just don't. I, I just don't know. I, I can't trust anyone in this. So I'm just going to go with the 49ers defense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, there but it just seems like the most logical pick. I, I don't, I, I don't want to be there with um, Kadarius Tony as my last pick. Let me just put it out there. Yeah. Don't forget Kadarius Tony according to Fantasy Pros. By the way, boys, he's the 27th best Superflex player this week as well. So he's pretty <laughs> low on the rankings, but. 
Yeah, just, just that's a six like, round pick I, in I this format. Anyone, really. <laughs> I'm super. I'm super keen yeah, to see I'm the undrafted sure. team, Maddie. <laughs> All right, this will be, be a cracker. Just score seven points. That's 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 what I'm hoping though. So thirty points was a good shout from the first three rounds in last year's Super Bowl. It'll be interesting to see what the top score is this coming week. It'll be like uh, might be mid pack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for something like, 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 and I don't wish injury on anyone, but Purdy to go no. down and Sam Darnold comes in and balls out. And we're all like, <laughs> throws up at 28 or something. The, un- the undrafted team beats us because of Sam Darnold. <laughs> it's like, rushes in seven touchdowns. <laughs> oh, no. Do you know nobody on earth would love that more than Dynasty Mark? He and oh, I have been yeah. the biggest Sam Darnold believers ever, and we are both gutted. I was part of it too. I was part of that membership that we created and then I just jumped ship. I jumped out real fast. <laughs> a quick recap here and I'll, I'll rattle through these quickly because I know, uh, mate, we are close to the end and we're all keen to just get the game on. Mm-hmm. Manjot had first pick. He's got CMC. He comes back and gets Butker. He wraps it up with the 49ers defense. Could be worse. That's not a terrible pick for your last pick, Manjot, and I'll give you some props on that. Fingers crossed they turn up for you. B. Rad, who helped us pick the draft order, has gone out and taken only Patrick Mahomes and Rashi Rice as a stack and then wrapped it up with Noah Gray for every target that doesn't go to Rashi Rice. Nice one. He's gone Chiefs heavy. Matty C. here has Travis Kelsey, Brandon Ayuk, wrapping it up with Moody. I just think there's going to be field goals for the 49ers. I feel good about that. IT, Ian has gone out and taken Pacheco, old shush, shush man. Uh, he's got George Kittle. Hope he's not shittle like he was last week. And MVS, who could be a streak of lightning or a streak of pelican shit. Nobody knows. Taylor's going to wrap it up with Debo. He's got Purdy as the stack and then comes back with a Kansas City defense. It's a nice pick, man. A really nice pick. Uh, everyone feels confident about their team. Clearly, there can only be one winner. Brad yeah. has the lead. He's got a two-point lead to start this week on Taylor. Then there's another two points to me. Uh, Ian and Manjot are ra- running their own race, so I can't wait to see who wins that one. Fellas, thank you for what is the end of an extraordinary fantasy season for us on the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. It's been only made more magic by having the G'day Gridiron contingent come and join us for the playoffs. And I am just indebted to you guys for giving us the time and for playing so much with us. We've just had the best time, haven't we, Tate? Oh, it's been awesome, guys. Thanks so much for coming on and doing it. Like, it's just it's just made all the week the the weekends. I know that we've always enjoyed the games, but it's just given us that extra sort of uh, bump to uh, want to try and beat the shit out of each other, really. And then, really, that's what it all is about. Uh, we love fantasy, but we love real NFL as well. So it's yeah. good to combine them. So th- thanks, heaps, for coming on and playing with us. Absolutely. Have you lads had fun? Oh. Yeah, I had a blast. I, I hope to we make it some type of a regular format. Brad has really got his potty mouth out lately too, which I kind of think is a real sort of sweet relief for Brad. He's so much more measured on getting going through the season. And now here he's just been able to just let loose. Yeah. It's part of the show criteria. <laughs> it is. It's, 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 in the, it's, in the, it's in the liner notes, really. <laughs> Anytime you come on the show now, you have to be a cumster. That's it. That's, that's how it I is. Don't, I don't know why. I just... Picture like Brad and Gideon Gridiron with like a, a tuxedo on, whereas when he comes here, he's he suddenly turns into an Aussie bogan. <laughs> he somehow is in stumps and a singlet. Brad the bogan. It's, I'll take that name. I like that nickname. <laughs> Better than Cubster. Yes. <laughs> oh, brilliant. 
Fellas, good luck with the fantasy and good luck with the Super Bowl. And thank you to everyone. We'll be back next week and we'll wrap everything for both shows and I'm looking forward to doing that. But, fellas, good luck out there and we'll see you all next week. Hooroo. Peace. Thanks, guys. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. <laughs> Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Uh, Except you've been right four times. Is this a second half only fantasy game? Two eclairs is always better than one. Aussie? A single mom who works too hard, who works two jobs and never stops. I uh, no fucking clue who she is. NFL? And I think about the least Vegas person I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> the ginger country singer in her 60s. Reba's still looking bloody good for 68. Fantasy. Mate, I knew she was a meme. I said that it was the, I had the stats in terms of what the other ones have gone. I had the fact that she had videos and she'd been in minor league baseball, mate. How could you go against me? This is the Aussie NFL fantasy show. Yeah, this is, this is beyond sloppy seconds. This is, <laughs> this is bad. The Aussie NFL fantasy show is a production of the Aussie Gridiron Network the place you can find all the best Australian-made NFL content, including the top NFL analysis show, G'day Gridiron, and the best Dynasty Fantasy analysis on No Huddle Dynasty podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Aussie Gridiron Network.